Next on BYU Sports Nation, summer is officially upon us. What in the world do we do to pass the time before football returns? College football expert Phil Steele makes his return to the show. How many wins does he project for BYU in 2016? That's one option, right? Plus, BYU-Utah to open the season, and which NBA team hasn't Kyle Collinsworth worked out for? Let's go! This is BYU Sports Nation, brought to you by the BYU Store. Simulcast on BYU-TV and BYU-Radio. Now, from Studio B, here's Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. Summer, summer, summertime. Time to sit back and unwind. Summertime. BYU Sports Nation live in Radio Vision, presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere, Tuesday, June 21st. Wherever and however you're dialed in, great to have you with us. I am Spencer Linton. Happy to be back, teamed up with summer solstice historian, Jerem Jordan. I wish, man. But yeah, yesterday was a, a fun day. You, you were gone the last three work days. You look a little sunburnt, which uh, is a great thing. A little bit. Which is a great thing. I have some chicken fried legs, which uh, is super fun. And waffles? <laughs> no? Question mark? <laughs> By the way, strawberry moon last night, summer solstice historian. Do you yeah. know what a strawberry moon is? Yes, I learned that from Vils- Vin Scully. Of the uh, the great Dodgers, play of course, by play. Vince Scully Last night, would know I wa- that. I watched. Uh, I just wanted to take in some Vince Scully, so I th- sat there with my three year old. We watched some uh, Dodgers Nationals last night as Clayton Kershaw pitched. He explained it. Let's see. Originally, it was like, it's like a, it's when a full moon. Oh yeah, a full moon and the summer solstice connect. Yeah, yeah. It's the first time in the last seventy years, according to the Farmer's Almanac. Did I actually get something right for one of your fake titles? No, did I, I just, just listened to Vince you Scully. As I didn't do any research. Vince Scully did it for me. <laughs> but that's that's what acquired knowledge is. You just read what other people have figured out for the most part, and then you kind of build on that, right? Yeah, Vince Scully could talk. For There's about no original a, information that I presented. That guy could talk for about thirty minutes more on the science of a oh, strawberry yeah. moon, and oh. he knows everything. He's okay. I'm I, convinced. I lived uh, near Los Angeles in Woodland Hills for a year and a half when I was uh, seven, or like seven and a half to nine. And it was so fun to come home from school. I would watch Chips. I would watch Godzilla. <laughs> and then I would watch the Dodgers. Chips. Play. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Our da, younger audience da, is like, da, what's da. Chips? Yeah. It, I loved it. I, re- I loved uh, living there. I lived in like five states growing up. It was crazy. If you have seen Planes, Fire, and Rescue, they do a spinoff of Chips oh, to make fun nice. of it. It's really nice. funny. I can tell you this much. Vin Scully would never get somebody's birthday wrong. Here's looking at you, Detroit Lions. Oh, yeah, that was funny. So the Lions yesterday. Uh, hey, retweet to wish Kyle Van Noy a happy birthday today. Kyle then tweeted, should I feel dumb that the Lions couldn't get my birthday right, especially when I write it down over and over on paperwork? Ha ha. And then the Lions quoted that and said, happy belated birthday, Kyle Van Noy. So that's funny. They're paying him. It's all good. It's, they're still signing his checks. Yeah. That's what He's really matters. It's all good. Here are today's BYU Sports Nation headlines. Utah football announces the game against BYU to start the 2019 season will be on Thursday, August 29th. Yeah, I love it. 2020 season opener, September 3rd, 4th, or 5th. So back-to-back years, first game of the season. Now, we knew that it was going to open the season, you know, th- those two games. We did not know the exact dates. L- like, like uh, you know, the 3rd through the 5th, that'd be Thursday, Friday, or Saturday. Thursday, August 29th. Remember last year, Utah-Michigan dominated the college football landscape by being the Thursday night game? Be- the opening game being on a Thursday is perfect. You've, you've been waiting s- 
10 months, nine months, right? It, it, so it doesn't matter that it's on Saturday or not. I love that. I think that's going to be awesome. Kyle Collinsworth worked out for the Sacramento Kings yesterday. Several fans tweeted at me and said, No, not the Kings! After Jimmer, I understand. <laughs> and is working out for the New York Knicks today. I think that, that is he following the Jimmer path yesterday and today? I, I am trying to confirm this still. Which NBA teams he hasn't worked out for? That Kyle Collins because has not worked out for. We've, we've kind of led the charge on this number, um, but I think it's up to as high as 27. So I'm wondering <laughs> what teams he hasn't worked out for. Here's the thing that given the amount of workouts that he's had, he could possibly be drafted in the second round. He's not going in the first, no way. But maybe, and I don't think he'll be drafted. But the, he's got a shot at the second. There round. are a I don't, lot. I don't there think are a lot there. of teams that want to take a real, a really good look at yeah. him. And, and you don't yeah. have to draft a guy to do that. But he's going to play in the summer league, I bet, and get a look. He did not perform well in Portsmouth, but he's getting a lot of looks uh, in workouts. So this is good news for him. Congratulations to Taylor Sander, former BYU volleyball star, is now starring for the 12-man USA Volleyball Olympic team. That was announced right before the show started. Assistant coach Mike Wall, also a former Cougar. The Olympics in August in Rio de Janeiro. Story time. How do I say that in uh, Portuguese? Rio de Janeiro. There you go. Yeah, that's how you say it in Portuguese. What, the, the first practice that I went to the freshman year of Taylor Sander, assistant coach Rob Nielsen came up to me and he, I said, how's, how's uh, the freshman, you know, Taylor? And he said, he'll be one of the best players that ever plays here. This is before he ever played in the game. First practice. Here he is now going to the Olympics in August. The dude's legit. How cool is that? It was so fun. It was so fun for everybody to be involved with him. Two former Cougars in the Olympics that we know of right now, correct? Jared Ward. Ward and Taylor Sander. Those are the two that have qualified that we know of, yeah. Let's go! Athlon Sports ranked all 128 FBS coaches. Kalani Sataki comes in at number 81. Scoff. The whiff. (laughs) (laughs) Scoff. Broncos 43. Former Cougar Kyle Whittingham. At that school up north, 22. Mm. Hmm. Well, when you win bowl games, a lot of them, generally that tends to move you up a list. Yeah. <laughs> Rise and shout. It's time for What's Trending. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's What's Trending on BYU Sports Nation. The long, dreary summer. The NBA Finals are over. Amazing Game 7. So fun. Holy cow. High fives all around for that. High five. Woo! And then the realization takes over that basketball is over. So what the heck do we do now? Which brings us to our Twitter question today. What are your plans to survive summer and make it to BYU football season? (laughs) I'm very interested in finding out because I would like to know. Hashtag BYUSN. Use it. Tweet it. Help us. (laughs) At LJoyce11. This summer is better than others with the Olympics, Euro, uh, Cup, and Copa America. Also Wimbledon. British Open and PGA Championships. Okay, forgot, that's a good point. I, I overlooked golf. I overlooked those. The, you normally don't, too. You're no. Like, you live no. in Palm, Palm Springs. Yes. Golf, like, you bleed. There's like a little golfness that comes out. It's You love golf. Uh-huh. We're playing golf today. Uh-huh. We're playing golf today with David Nixon. It'll be great. At 86, WI Coog. Heat's begun in Texas. Yeah, I, my mom over the weekend was like, yeah, it's 120 in Phoenix. She sounds like that. Time to go into my air-conditioned blue cave with my blue blanket, blue glasses, blue Kool-Aid, and hibernate until September 2nd. <laughs> the day before, I guess. Use the hashtag BYU send weigh in on this. Okay, here's what I think. To me, the, answer, the immediate answer is soccer. 
I, I enjoy soccer a lot. I think in the fall and winter, I'm not like into soccer as much because I get into football and basketball primarily. It, it, I only have so much bandwidth, and I spend it on those sports. Soccer is a polarizing sport because there are some that are like, what? Yeah. I, I'm not like paying attention to MLS as much during the year, but um, I love national team tournaments, right? So I love Copa America and Euro 2016. We have it like all day in our office on. It's, it's fantastic. Team USA, man. Plus the Olympics. So there's another like US. So it's going to be fun to watch Taylor Sander, Rugby Sevens in there. I love USA basketball. I'll probably go down to Vegas and watch him play a game. When they play in the tournaments leading up to, uh, you know, in qualifying, so these national team tournament, like you, Team USA soccer, I've got a jer- Clint Dempsey jersey. I'm all in. Like I love it. Schedule around it. I love it. They play against today against Argentina. Arguably tonight. the greatest soccer player in the world tonight. Yeah. Oh, well, he won uh, the whatever day war, right? The player of the year, Lionel Messi. Yeah. So that'll be fun. To me, the the, the immediate answer is soccer. We but- are in the dog days, though. The first thought sure. I had, the first thought I had after Game Seven of the NBA Finals was, "When do NFL training camps start?" <laughs> <laughs> Please football. We, we have Phil Steele's joining us next segment. It, I got the college football itch. I always have it, but I was like, "Oh my gosh, I miss college football yes. so much." Yes, we're not okay. We're only five weeks away from football in some fashion returning in the form of training camps the National Football League. And there are a number of BYU guys trying to make rosters. So that we have to look forward to. Jerem Jordan's Seattle Mariners are still... No, they're stinking right now. Somewhat in... They're eight and a half, back, nine and a half back of the Rangers. Okay, nah, yeah, they're fading. <laughs> they have no no playoff hopes? Are well, you giving up no, playoff they're hopes? Only three, they're, I think they're only three games back of the Wildcats. Okay, so yeah. there you go. Maybe not the division... The division, that's almost gone. It's June 21st? Come Major on. League Baseball. <laughs> Half of you are going... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think I'm going to a Mariners game next week, by the way. I'm excited. Here's the one thing that we can do, because you have a little bit more time. Video games, Jerem! All the parents right now are like, what? <laughs> you just... You just affirmed video games for my children? And I've been we, telling them no! We have to include Big 12 expansion talk, Right? I thought we got past that already. Okay, I'm going to list three things that Jerem would rather do than talk about Big 12 expansion. I'm interested. In Number that. one, clean out his gutters. <laughs> yeah, I would, yeah. yeah. They need some work. Come on, Springville City. Okay. Wash windows, the high windows at your house on the outside. Yeah, I don't want to do that. <laughs> he would rather talk Big 12 I would 12 rather expansion. talk Big 12, yeah, than that one. There's like a hornet's nest way up there, by the way. I just got the hose. Spray that thing. Down. That's dangerous. I got stung by a wasp the other day. It does Just not to spray from like 40, 30 feet. It does not That's feel not good, man. You got stung? Yes, it does not feel good. I've been stung since I was six. Man. Uh, also, Jerem, things he would rather do than talk about Big 12 expansion. Dust his Lego collection. Don't have one, but rotate my food storage is a. One. Rotate yeah. your food storage? That's like a classic, like, <laughs> <laughs> like to get out of it. Oh, I'm rotating my food storage. <laughs> huh? You have food storage? That's great. Oh, my goodness. Are we really that far away? How many days? Countdown to the Wildcats. 74. Yeah, that was better than yesterday. I messed that up. You had to have a, <laughs> to hit the reset button. Yeah, we had, yeah it was first and 15 after that one. 74 days away, two and a half months before the first game. BYU football opens fall camp in about a week after the NFL gets going in six weeks. Yeah, six weeks. Okay. And media day. Manageable. Media, media day, day. June 30th, baby. That'll be fun. Is in a little over a week. There are things, people. Don't lose hope. There are things, people. 
Phil Steele is one of those things. He joins us next. Who does he have starting a quarterback for the BYU Cougars? And how many wins for Kalani Sataki in year number one? BYU Sports Nation presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Simulcast on BYU Radio and BYU TV. The conversation happening right now on Twitter. Follow us at BYU Sports Nation. If you would like to chime in, use the hashtag BYUSN. Media Day is going to be lit. June 30th <laughs> on BYU TV and BYU Radio. It's going to be amazing. It starts with web chats in the morning on BYU TV, state of the programs at 11 a.m. Eastern time, a two-hour edition of BYU Sports Nation at noon Eastern, 4 Eastern, BYU Football 1996 Revisited, 10 Eastern, a BYU Sports Nation 1996 special as well, kind of a follow-up to the show. Web chats throughout the day. Jason Shepard uh, as our social media correspondent. We're calling it a supercast, okay? All over the place. Supercast! Supercast! TV, radio, internet. It's going to be awesome. Check it out June 30th. What are your plans to survive summer and make it to BYU football season? Or college football in general, for that matter. I forgot one. What do you do? What would you forget? Read Phil Steele's magazine. Okay. That's, ser- that's seriously part of the deal for me. Like, the summer is reading some of those magazines. I bought Athlon and read that. I don't think I'm going to read any of the others. But Phil Steele's has the most info and the best info to me. I, I love it. So he's going to join us momentarily. He's, he's like the guru for these magazines in the summer. That's a tradition since I was like a teenager to read some of these magazines. It's Christmas in June love when it. that magazine Football in June, baby. Love happens it. upon your love desk. It. At Brute DR tweets this in. Well, I was going to say enjoying Seattle Mariners baseball, but enjoying might be the wrong word. Enduring? Yeah, it was good there. <laughs> and then Felix Hernandez went on the uh, 15-day DL. So it's kind of been downhill from there. Hey, when you lose your best player, the show, you know, that show goes downhill, if you will. At Kugbaka, watch replays of great BYU football games. Attend fan fests where available and talk potential of 2016 team with fellow fans. That sounds like things you can do on BYU Sports Nation. See, that's, that's something that uh, is nice about the show is so, some people go, how, how often do you do the show? Every day. Like, like what do you talk about winter, in the summer? All year, baby. Let's be a sports station. Hopefully, it's part of that conversation that we can help you get to September. Yeah, 3rd. on a slow day, on a slow day, we just talk to you about BYU. Taylor Sander making the Olympic squad for USA Men's Volleyball. Jared Ward's running the marathon. We've got guys trying to make the majors. Jacob Brugman, Jacob There's, Hanneman. You'd be surprised how much PGA Tour, guys. There's a lot going on. Really good stuff. Joining us now on the Deseret First Credit Union Hotline is college football insider and expert Phil Steele. Phil, welcome back to BYU Sports Nation. Hey, always a pleasure being on, guys. Great to have you with us. Uh, we are going to pick your brain for some awesomeness, hopefully, if, if you're, you're okay with that. <laughs> Let's start with uh, you listing Taysom Hill as the BYU starter in your 2016 college football preview. Why do you think it will be Taysom Hill taking snaps in game number one against Arizona? Uh, I got to be honest with you, that was one of those 51-49 decisions because, uh, you know, when you you look at Tanner Magnum, you're looking at a guy that was highly productive last year. In fact, set BYU frost records for yards, completions, attempts, touchdowns, and even wins. And, uh, you know, he was coming out of high school, Tanner Magnum, my number eight rated QB out of high school. And Taysom Hill, of course, brings the mobility of the position. New head coach, you wonder which way he's going to go. 
I'm going to ask you guys, who are you leaning with for the quarterback spot? It all depends on if Taysom Hill's healthy. If he's healthy, I think the consensus is that it will probably be Taysom Hill, but my pick, if you had to say right now who it's going to be, it's probably going to be Tanner Mangum, just because we don't know the health of Taysom Hill. Excellent. Appreciate that. <laughs> you are welcome. Jerem Jordan delivering the goods right now. We've uh, been asking our fans today, because the NBA Finals are over, Epic Game 7, now we're in the summer officially. What in the world do you do to pass the time other than reading the Phil Steele <laughs> season preview magazine to get to football? What do you do, Phil? Well, you know, June and July are my basically my summer vacation months. I do about uh, six to ten radio shows per day, and I'm only working about 50 hours a week. It's almost like being on vacation the entire two months. Uh, put together a couple of watch lists maybe for the awards, things like that. But uh, it's definitely my chill time of the year. I get to go outside and go in the pool a little bit and things like that. You're that only that working 50 hours a week? That's the slow time? Oh, it's like being on vacation right now. <laughs> <laughs> I noticed in uh, your preview of BYU, uh, and thanks for the magazine, by the way, uh, four of your nine power ratings are calling for nine or more wins for BYU. This, this jumped out at me. Uh, more than anything else uh, that you had in there, because we look at this tough schedule for BYU, and we think it's going to be a, a tough haul for BYU to get to that 8 or 9 mark. What makes, uh, in your power ratings, why do you think four of the nine are calling for nine or more wins? It's just the way it played out this year, and of course that means that five of the nine are not calling for nine or more wins. But, uh, yeah, when you look at BYU, there's a lot of games which could go either way. And I guess in these particulars, these four particular sets of power ratings, and they're all compiled different ways. I've got nine different ways of doing a power rating on a team, and that's why I like to play nine games uh, into the schedule. But you look at some of the toss-up games this year, a game like Arizona right out of the box. I think that's a winnable game for BYU. Some of the power ratings call for them to lose. Some call for them to win. Uh, UCLA at home, that's a winnable game. West Virginia, even in Landover, is a winnable game. I think the only two games which uh, BYU is a clear-cut underdog this year or at Michigan State, at Boise State. All the other games fall into that win, possible win, possible loss category. Naturally, there's a lot of definite wins that you look at the schedule, Southern Utah, UMass, etc. But uh, there is a lot of vague territory there in the power ratings based on the schedule and how close the teams are. College football expert Phil Steele on BYU Sports Nation. How many wins would you call a success for BYU with a brand-new coaching staff against what you called, in your words, in the magazine preview, a killer schedule? Uh, I would say eight or nine wins. I would consider it a winning uh, a success for the new head coach because generally when a first-year head coach comes in, uh, you know you have to learn the player's strengths and weaknesses, and then, of course, the players have to learn new schemes, and they are changing schemes on both sides of the ball. So that's a lot of work to do. The schedule, facing five Power 5 teams, uh, this year, as well as some of the top teams from the Group of Five conferences. You're looking at teams like Cincinnati, one of the top teams from the uh, AAC, Boise State, one of the top, if not the top, Mountain West team, Toledo, one of the top teams out of the MAC, uh, Utah State, a team that, yeah, it had an off year last year, but uh, Wells has always got them in the, the proper spot. I think uh, BYU is facing a very tough schedule. When you look at BYU's first eight, that will really – you know, tell you how BYU does because November seems to be uh, less strenuous than the first eight. BYU kind of ran out of gas and ran into a really good Michigan team uh, last year. Do you think that's a concern for BYU playing so many tough teams, six power fives in the first eight games, plus Toledo and Boise State in the first eight? 
Yeah, it is, especially as you've touched on, the Michigan game. They were coming off, of course, three last-second games right down to the wire, and it's tough for any team to go through that. And then having to travel to UCLA, fly back home, travel all the way to Michigan, it was the perfect storm for BYU to come up short. And then you look at the schedule this year. As you know, I think provided they don't have all those last-second finishes like they did last year, they may be better equipped to handle the schedule. Uh, but Arizona at Utah, UCLA, West Virginia, Toledo at Michigan State, Mississippi State at Boise, there is no break in the first eight weeks of the season. That's really going to determine a lot. They finally get that bye prior to Cincinnati. What will BYU's record be in the regular season in 2016? Uh, I'm going to go with 7-5. Uh, that's that's along the lines of what what we think, especially with the new head coach, uh, and and being that we are with BYU TV, we almost don't want to put the pressure on this new coaching staff by saying <laughs> nine or ten, and then if they come up with eight, it'd be under. But what what role do you think having a new coaching staff will play in maybe getting Kalani Sataki getting uh, his influence into the program in this first year against a tough schedule? Well, you know, like I said, a lot of times the first year for a new head coach, it's uh, somewhat of a uh, a learning experience, a rebuilding year, and you know, uh, because they have to learn the players' strengths and weaknesses, the players have to learn new schemes. But sometimes when a new head coach comes in, if they can have that early season success, then the players quickly buy into the program. So it's going to be tough for BYU to have a lot of early season success. But if they do pull some upsets early on, uh, you may have the players buying into the program a bit earlier. I'm going to list two opponents for you, Phil, and I want you to tell me which of these teams BYU is more likely to beat at Utah in Week 2 or against West Virginia at FedEx Field in Washington, D.C. in Week 4. I rate them both fairly close, but I think the West Virginia game uh, is a little more on the winnable side and the fact that West Virginia... Their defense is uh, on the rebuilding side this year. They lose a lot of starters off the defensive side of the ball. And they've got a wild card at the uh, the quarterback position. Last year, for most of the season, they received uh, pretty average quarterback play uh, out of Skylar Howard. Now, Howard had a tremendous bowl game. I mean, in the bowl game against Arizona State, he threw for 532 yards. But the rest of the year, he was sort of below average or average. And if they get Skylar Howard on one of those average days with a defense that only has four returning starters, I think Utah's a better team than West Virginia. The fact that it's at more of a neutral site than it is at the opposing stadium helps as well. But I I think both games fall into the winnable category. A lot of the national media uh, have left Taysom Hill and Jamal Williams, who in 2013 both ran for at least 1,200 yards, off of a lot of their lists. Um, it's almost like they've been forgotten because they were out a year, which is fair. It's like a guy goes on a mission at BYU, you kind of forget about him until he comes back, right? Do you, th- do you think that there's the possibility that they can get back to form and maybe surprise some people since they did miss last year and have been a little forgotten? Well, as you guys talked about, Taysom Hill, we need to find him 100% healthy so that uh, you know he, he does end up beating out Tanner Mangum for the job. But uh, I think when you look at Hill, he's, he can be that electrifying player. I think Jamal Williams might have a little bit better chance because you know he sat out last year. Not necessarily, It wasn't because of an injury. So, I mean, it, when you look at uh, Williams, he's a guy that two years ago, or back in 2013, I should say, rushed for 1,233 yards and 5.7 yards per carry. You look at a lot he's running behind they've got a veteran offensive line in front of them uh, with about 100 career starts coming back so that bodes well for the running game I think Jamal Williams has a chance for a big year this year college football expert Phil Steele with us on BYU Sports Nation 
Phil, where are you right now? Location wise? Yeah. Are you on are you you're not on vacation, are you? No, I am in Cleveland, Ohio. Okay. Oh, you're Cleveland. in Cleveland, Ohio. Ce- celebratory uh, city right now. <laughs> what is that yeah. like right now with the Cavs winning the championship? Uh, everybody's pretty much talking to Cavs right now, buying Cavaliers uh, shirts and things like that. Uh, you know, myself being a pretty much a college football guy and, and NFL guy, uh, not as much into the NBA, but uh, it was nice for uh, after 52 years and not having a championship here to finally get one. 52 years. We're, I think we're all collectively happy <laughs> for the city of <laughs> Cleveland. Okay, uh, I did want to ask you about this. With Tanner Mangum and Taysom Hill, whoever the starter is, it's nice that Kalani Satake is going to have a reliable starter come game yeah. number one against Arizona. Where do those two quarterbacks in the quarterback position group overall rank against the rest of the nation? You know, put them two together. I've got them number nine in the country right now because of the fact you've got the depth. And I think if either one was standing by themselves with an inexperienced backup, I'd have them a little bit lower than that. But you've got to like the fact that you've got two very capable quarterbacks and two quarterbacks that can give you a different dimension. I thought Tanner uh, Mangum last year was just a, a great thrower, and I like the way that he won those games in the clutch. Taysom Hill gives you that running ability out of the position, but both are capable of uh, uh, throwing it and uh, I think with Hill's mobility, it's it's an exciting thing to have at the quarterback position. So I rate the two quarterbacks combined number nine in the country right now. Where can BYU on the schedule, with a couple of games in your opinion, make the biggest splash nationally with wins? Oh, it would definitely be early in the season. I mean, uh, to come out of the gate, maybe upset in Arizona. If they, if they can somehow manage that September schedule and come out of there with, let's say, four wins, everybody's going to be talking about BYU because they'll be – uh, they'll have beaten some top-notch teams. You know, you look at Utah, there a lot. The odds are they'll be ranked. UCLA could be ranked. Uh, West Virginia's getting a lot of publicity in the Big 12. Arizona's a, a bowl team. So you're talking about, at the start of the year, facing eight bowl teams to come out of the month of September with uh, three or four wins would be a, a huge positive. For BYU to be ranked at the end of the regular season, and I'm talking college football playoff rankings, which they have yet to ascend into, how many how many games do they have to win? Nine or ten, and that would be quite the uh, quite the run. Taysom Hill or Tanner Mangum. We look at the quarterbacks for the opponents, and and I look at that schedule and I say, aside from Josh Rosen, I think that BYU has an equal to or better quarterback than the rest of the teams. What's your opinion of that? I'm glancing down the schedule right now, and so far I can't argue. I mean, you look at the fact that uh, like Michigan State has going to have a first-year starter, Mississippi State's going to have a first-year starter. Boise would be tough because Boise's yeah. got a pretty good quarterback there. So it's uh, they don't have the depth; they don't have two guys. Uh, but Boise's got a pretty good quarter in Ripon, and you know you look at the fact that uh, he threw for a whole bunch of yards last year, and they get that game at home. Cincinnati's got a guy in Gunnar Keel where if he's 100% back, and remember he missed the spring game, missed the bowl game, uh, he's got NFL potential. He's a big guy, big thrower. But once again, you go back to BYU situation, you got better depth, although since he had their, their backup quarterback play. So there's a couple teams on there that could contend with BYU, but I believe I have BYU rated higher uh, quarterback-wise uh, than most of those. Phil, when and where does the magazine hit the newsstands, and is it available digitally for BYU fans to partake? Yes, it is. Now, it hits the newsstands officially on June the 28th. That's when it will be available at Walmarts, Walgreens, uh, Barnes & Noble, Books A Million, Target, CVS, Publix, etc. 
It does hit newsstands sometimes about a week earlier if the trucks get there. So the newsstands usually put the magazines out on Tuesday. They could check out the newsstands uh, today, see if it is out there. Uh, and it's 352 pages. gives you two full pages on each and every team, three to four times the amount of information any other college football preview magazine out there. But if you can't wait for next Tuesday to come around, yes, you can download it to your iPad or iPhone through at the Apple Store or your Android device through Google Play. And sometimes folks opt to do both because, as you guys know, you probably get your magazine a little dog-eared by the end of the season from using it every single day. And if you have your have it available on your iPad or iPhone, it, it gets a little less wear and tear during the season. Follow him at PhilSteel042 on the Twitter machine. It's remarkable what you do. And enjoy your vacation time working 50 hours a week. Well, I appreciate that. And uh, always good talking football. You know, I'll tell you, the majority of my radio shows, TV shows are down south, but one of the states that's always right up there at the top is Utah. So I love talking football in Utah. Phil, great to talk to you, man. We appreciate the time during your busy, I guess, off-season schedule. Thanks so much. All right. Thanks, guys. A lot of fun. Phil Steele on the Deseret First Credit Union Hotline. Deseret First, your values, your timeline, your financial future. Yeah, he knows his stuff, man. And, and if you read these preseason magazines, his has, he's not kidding, the most information on there. Very thorough look at everything. So fun to have Phil Steele on the show, that's for sure. Interesting at the end, as we looked at that, the schedule, will BYU have a better quarterback than its opponent in the games? So UCLA, Josh Rosen is uh, going to be the number one pick probably in two years. Here's the thing. And Josh Rosen. He looks at Boise State, Brett Rippon, who did not play. Um, I don't think he played in the Boise State No, game. he didn't. It was, it was uh, somebody else. I Ryan, number 15. Who transferred. Yes. He transferred. Yeah, so BYU caught him early, and their offense figured it out later. Josh Rosen had his worst game yeah. as a collegiate starter against BYU. But Paul Perkins had his best game. But <laughs> <laughs> like, BYU was all in on pass defense. And it worked. It worked. And it almost won the game, right? For a while. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah uh. I, I, and what I brought up with Phil is a legit concern for me with the schedule, which is it's so tough. When do you run out of gas? And, and he... Phil brought up a point I had not thought of. BYU expended so much physical and emotional energy. The last-minute Because games. of three last-minute games. The stress of that uh, can take its toll, especially when you fly. And Bronco Mendenhall admitted that it was a mistake to fly out uh, the night b- or the afternoon before, or the on Friday. They should have flown out Thursday because it was a Saturday like morning game. It was a 10 a.m. Mountain Time yeah, start. Noon Eastern kick. So that, that was a mistake. That affected BYU. And they had the fireside, so less prep, right? This year, BYU's not going to have players at the fireside. That will help, I think. BYU gets a home game against UCLA in week he three. He said that's a winnable game. In week three. Maybe that's less winnable. The game than like in Arizona. Arizona neutral is different than opening the season at Nebraska. Yes. It will feel differently. This season will feel differently, even though it's front-loaded yes. again. Because of the dynamic of some of those games, it, it won't be the same. I know it's so early. But what BYU does against Arizona will set the tone for the entire season. You, you can rebound from that. We've seen that, 06-7 and so on, where BYU started 1-2 and two and, then, and then bounced back. But he's right. Eight or nine wins, that'd be a good season. It's, okay, he agrees. The, line, the, the he odds said agree. five, eight would be a success. Season. It's against the Mountain West in the uh, yeah. bowl game. Yeah. What are your plans to survive summer and make it to BYU football season? Your tweets up next. Feel steel. 
Well, he got he works 50 hours a week in his offseason for crying out loud. On vacation? What? Welcome back, sports friends. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan in Radio Vision live on BYU Radio and BYU TV, officially in the summertime. Presented summertime. by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Yo, June 30th. There's a lot going on that day on BYU TV, BYU Radio, BYUtv.org. Uh, uh, it's our supercast of BYU Football Media Day, including a two-hour special of BYU Sports Nation from noon to 2 Eastern time. Head coach Kalani Satake, Taysom Hill, Jamal Williams, and more will join us on that show, yeah, among every, the other amazing shows that day. Every time you say supercast, I just want you to go, supercast! Yes, let's, <laughs> let's do it. Let's make that a drop. <laughs> supercast! Yes. It's going to be awesome. Let's also refresh today's BYUSN headlines. Utah football announcing the games against BYU to start the 2019 season will be on Thursday, August 29th. And in 2020, the opener will be on September 3rd, 4th, or 5th. So a chance that both of those games could be Thursday night openers. And depending on TV situations, uh, you know, for BYU at home, that would probably be an ESPN or ESPN2 game. And then the one up there could be FS1. I love it. Let's ramp it up. Countdown to the Utes? That's much better than Countdown to the Wild Rats. You know what I'm saying? Oh. <laughs> Kyle Collinsworth worked out with the Sacramento Kings yesterday and is working out for the New York Knickerbockers today. Yeah, I said, 20, I said Knickerbockers. Is that 27 NBA teams? I think it's 27. I don't know the number exactly, but yeah, up to 27. <laughs> so many teams. That's pretty good. If that's happening, you got to like his chances to make a squad, right? I was told... I was told this, that Phil Jackson and the Knicks wanted him to come out there, so they flew him from Sacramento to New York to work him out today. Phil Jackson. He's a versatile player, and he's more athletic than people give him credit for. Here's the thing. Can all of his great qualities outside of his inability to shoot a jumper make up for that? That's the question that a team has to answer. Because they're they're a guy— Here's the thing. Ben Simmons, not a good shooter. He can make up for it. Not a, a good shooter. Now, Kyle Collinsworth at that level, can he do it? He's, no doubt he's athletic. Triple-double king, it's all amazing. We know what Kyle Collinsworth is. But uh, will an NBA team value him to the same degree? Taylor Sander is now officially on the 12-man USA Volleyball Olympic team, announced right before the start of today's BYU Sports Nation. Assistant coach Mike Wall, also a former Cougar of the Olympics, in August in where, Jerem? Rio de Janeiro. Rio de Janeiro. Something like that. I, I haven't been able to say Rio de Janeiro. Like, uh, I can't say that way. Rio de Janeiro. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. Yeah, I get it. Mm-hmm. Athlon, I give you a, a hard time about, what is it, Hyundai? Hyundai. Hyundai. I don't say it that way, though. Athlon Sports ranked all 128 <laughs> FPS coaches with Kalani Satake as number 81. 81. He hasn't proven anything yet, so I guess he'll climb. Listen, win needs, some games, that'll jump up really top, quick. He needs to be top 50 next year. 81's unacceptable, but he hasn't coached a game. It's June 21st, and that's why we're discussing Kalani Sataki is ranked number 81 out of all 128 football yeah, coaches. let's just get to September. Please. What are your plans to survive summer and make it to BYU football season? Let's go to the Twitter machine. you got tweets. I like this from at BYU underscore undefeated. So much Madden. <laughs> the video games again. I miss I miss NCAA college football, the video game. I have 2014, which was the you, last yeah. year, and you can people are updating yeah. rosters. And you can download it. So, so then you play with updated rosters. You can yeah. play the game that came out two or three years ago, but with the current rosters. One of my bucket list 
uh, items for this job is to play that game in Studio C. But they're shooting Studio C like Season 7 right now, so we can't get in there. On we, a 27-foot screen. We can't even walk through there, let alone play video games <laughs> on there, on a 27-foot screen. We've got to be able to line that up somehow, right? Well, what I'm, what I'm doing is uh, applying pressure over the air <laughs> so that we can do that. That's how that works. It, so, that's either going to be really good or really bad. That's a well-cogitated uh, move by Jeremy. <laughs> hey, Jordan I think right we're there. doing this. What? We're not? Oh, Twitter, go crazy. At J.G. Gibbons, 19. Watch highlights of Tanayasum Hilgum mm-hmm. to remind myself that no matter who's at quarterback, BYU's in great hands. Isn't it Tanner Manghill? <laughs> yes. <laughs> we did have a Magnum. <laughs> reference on the show today. That, that did happen. It, it happens. At know, Still Team Riley, I'll be gone. Still fo- Team Riley. This guy's still Team Riley? He says, 2012. I'll be gone following Nickelback on tour this summer. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, I'll be back for the fireside on September 2nd. What is it in Hot Rod? They're like, this internet, this video is bouncing around the internet more than a beach ball at a Nickelback concert. <laughs> yeah, that happened. I'm just hearing Nickelback sing the Cougar Fight song. <laughs> Let's hear it. <laughs> Rise and <laughs> <laughs> but then it just, then it just bleeds into Creed. Yeah, that's My true. sacrifice. Look at his photograph. <laughs> <laughs> the main part. You're gonna lo- you're gonna lose it, man. I don't know how they do it. Wow. I don't know how they do it. At Cougar Bell, <laughs> MLB. It is America's game. It used to be. And there are lots of cougars in the minors to pay attention to. Hey, Truth, but, hey! but America's game is now football. America's game is football now. America's pastime, operative word being passed, is Major League Baseball. Okay, I, I enjoy it. I don't love it. I enjoy I, it though. I got a text message. I love my Mariners. I got a text message from one of my That's buddies oh. yesterday. Yeah, telling me. I assume that you get text messages from your buddies. Oh, he was. Did he you was get one from me? Referencing. He was referencing numbers for the Cowboys-Packers regular season game compared oh. to Game 7 of the NBA Finals. Oh, yeah. A 19.8 is Monday Night Football beats that, doesn't it? It, it was like a 40, dude. A 40? Yeah, football, yes. And yes. the NBA Finals Game 7 was a 30. Where's the money? Where are the – what are the ratings? That's Colin Coward's all over that. He's like, you say this isn't popular, but look at the ratings. That's, that's wh- where money's spent and whatever. Up next – We discuss dialect on BYU Sports Nation with the Phil Steele big deal, no deal. Oh, that was pretty good. Thank you very much. Stay with us. BYU Sports Nation presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan live from Studio B. If you miss an episode of BYU Sports Nation live, or if you missed me trying to impersonate Nickelback, you can watch the rebroadcast weeknights on BYU TV at 6 p.m. Eastern. Or you can hear my story about how this one time one of my buddies, one of my buddies sent me a text me? message with some awesome TV ratings information. One time, we stayed up way past midnight in that movie. <laughs> way past midnight? Uh, this one time, we stayed up way past midnight. I can't remember. That thing you do. Oh, Steve's yeah. on. They okay. go on the radio, and they're like, uh, this okay. one time? Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> hey, our Supercast is coming up on June 30th. We're going to stay up way past midnight, probably. We'll get you ready for that. Web chats begin at 10 Eastern time on BYUtv.org. Lauren Frankham will be hosting those. Jason Shepard will be our social media correspondent. 11 a.m., state of the program. Noon Eastern, a two-hour edition of BYU Sports Nation. Four Eastern, BYU football, 1996 revisited. Can't wait for that. And then at 10 Eastern time, 
BYU Sports Nation, a special episode featuring the 1996 team as well. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome. Web chats kick it off. Yeah. Listen, Lauren Frankham, we're we all counting on you. Listen. Don't mess it listen, up. Listen, don't mess it up for the rest of us, okay? <laughs> we're, we're prepping really hard. You're the we BYU Arizona game we, yes, yes. of media day. Lauren is the BYU Arizona game. You can't, Lauren you can't, Frankham. Listen, don't go up there and throw a pick six to start the game. Let's go. Let's go. Pick it up. Return that kickoff for a touchdown. Okay. Let's discuss dialect, among other things, uh, with Big Deal, No Deal. Big Deal. No deal. Brought to you by Brady Industries, a provider of commercial cleaning supplies and equipment throughout the western United States for over 65 years. Brady Industries Clean Solutions, a tradition for generations. This is a Phil Steele-themed big deal, no deal. I'm so proud of you. We've worked so I hard. I have. I have come a long way. Oh, we've worked so hard. I've come a long way. Number one. Uh, before we get to number one, just going back to the top of the segment, I'm pretty sure that even if they missed, they did not miss your impersonation. <laughs> oh. Look, at Look at this photograph They're still not missing it Big deal, no deal Taysom Hill, a preseason second team All independent QB According to Phil Steele <laughs> No deal, it's all indie There are four teams You know the four? Notre Dame, Brigham, Massachusetts And the Army So, no deal This Be- is a big deal to me What? Because Why? Taysom Hill's not first team. <laughs> it, what? Deshaun Kaiser led his team to a I New get, Year's Six game. If Taysom Hill is healthy, bench. if Taysom Hill is healthy, is he not the best quarterback among the independent teams, including Notre Dame? I don't know. Deshaun Kaiser was I a know, baller. I know, but was Taysom Hill not a baller too? Straight up. Who's the better quarterback? One hundred percent. It is tough too because Notre Dame has better players around Deshaun Kaiser. Right? Like I know why Phil Steele put him number two, but like if you just think strictly, well, hey, they're both healthy. Who's I better? Just, I just toss all of it away because there's only four teams. There's not nine or twelve like a regular conference. There's four. That's why and you want to be first. And Army. That's they why. Stink. That's why you want to be first. They stink. You want to be first over Notre Dame in the quarterback category. It's Let's BYU go, versus man. Notre Dame. Yeah, yes. Exactly. Number two. Big deal, no deal. Four of nine Phil Steele power rankings have BYU with nine or more wins. Initially, and Phil brought up this great point, five of the nine don't have BYU with nine or more wins. <laughs> so let's bring that up first. So, But I go big deal because there's some possibility somewhere, almost half, according to Phil Steele's power ratings, we have no idea what goes into that, that BYU could win nine or more. Nine or more. Arizona needs to stink. West Virginia needs to stink. Boise State needs to be down. Toledo needs to be a team that BYU beats. And then there's the shot there, right? BYU's got to win at least four. BYU has to win four or five of the first eight for that to happen. I say no deal because I don't need a power rating to tell me that BYU has a shot. Oh, snap. To win nine games because of one position group. The quarterbacks. It's a quarterback-driven world in football. If you have a good quarterback... You've got a chance to win every game. But if he's only second team all indie, can you get it done, Spencer? Oh, my goodness. This is no deal, man. Taysom Hill and Tanner Mangum, of course BYU's got a chance to win nine games. Oh, yeah, you're right. They have a chance. Number three. Which Ben has gone mute. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. Big deal, no deal. BYU QB position is ranked ninth in the nation by Phil Steele. I like that the Saturday mm-hmm. came from the control room. That's just a little less for us to do. A little you know? audible there, huh? 
Uh, I think this is a big deal to have a top 10 position, uh, namely, as you mentioned, the most important position. On yeah, the, on this the is a big field. deal. This is a, this is a big deal. You've got two excellent quarterbacks combined, top 10 in the country, compared to the rest of the 128 college football teams. Would you say they're most excellent? They are most excellent. Furious quarterbacks they're most are excellent. most excellent. Yes. Yes, They Ted. could lead BYU <laughs> to at least nine wins. Here come the memes with Bill and Ted over Jeremy There is Spencer's something heads. strange afoot at the Circle K <laughs> this night. On BYU's schedule. Oh, Big deal, yeah. yeah this is, it has to be just because the quarterback matters so much and you have – It doth matter The depth. Is BYU really going to be outplayed by Boise State's quarterback? I don't think so. On the blue, maybe. I don't think so. He, they, his, okay. team, his team is good on the blue. Quarterback-wise, I don't, I don't know. I just had a remembrance, okay? 2012, Riley Nelson, Nelson is stinking it up. Against Boise State, BYU can't get anything on offense. In comes freshman Taysom Taters McHill. Mm -hmm. He comes in and leads BYU to a touchdown. They go for dose. They don't get it. They lose that game, okay? Taysom Hill could return to Boise State for the first first time since and last time and lead BYU to its first win. And avenge the loss. And avenge the loss. (laughs) BYU goes for two and wins. That, okay, that could be a meaningful game for Taysom Hill. Oh, man. In Idaho? In Idaho? But how is it that BYU has these two awesome quarterbacks, and they're both from Idaho, and BYU's playing at Boise State this year? I think that's going to be compelling. I love it. I'm getting excited. Why am I wearing so much blue today when we're talking about Boise State? Because it's BYU. It's still it's okay. BYU, too. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And you got gray in there. This is a throwback to the 84 National Championship team. That's true. I forgot we're still playing big deal, no deal. We are? Yeah. Number four. One one more. Number four. Last one. Big deal, (laughs) no deal. Phil still projects BYU to score 32.7 points per game in 2016. If that happens, then it is a huge deal because BYU, if they score 32.7 per game, okay, they're going to win nine games. They are going to win nine games if they average that. Well, in in the last five, including the bowl game, they could they could score some points. They can score I, some points. They scored 52 against Utah State last well, year. Well, like I said, UMass better be in the 50s. Can, Southern Utah better be in the 70s. Those are going to offset. Those are going to. That's going to bloat it from 26 to 32 or something. Nine games. They can go nine and four if they score 32.7, including a bowl game. Depends on the defense because I okay. 2014 was an eight and five year. How many points per game did they average? Not 32.7. Okay, I have 40 seconds to. Figure this out. <laughs> While you look for that, it, I 37 you. points per game, and they went 8 and 5. You know what I mean? So that doesn't necessarily mean 9 wins. Uh, against that schedule, though, against that schedule, the schedule's tougher. You're scoring 32.7. That, that means that, that the other teams are scoring more points if it's tougher. <sighs> Brought to you by Brady Industries Clean Solutions, a tradition for generations. What are your plans to survive summer and make it to BYU football's season? Also, who is the second BYU Cougar that will for sure be participating in Rio de Janeiro? Close. G. <laughs> Janeiro. Close. BYU Sports Nation presented in part by DexterLaw.com. Help when you need it most. Let's whip it! It's time for the Cougar Whip Around. Football. Okay, Nickelback. Utah football announces the game against BYU to start the 2019 season will be on Thursday, August 29th. The 2020 season opener will be on September 3rd, 4th, or 5th. 
Men's basketball. Kyle Collinsworth worked out with the Sacramento Kings. Jimmer fans are saying, no! That happened yesterday. He's working out for the New York Knicks today and Phil Jackson. Volleyball. Taylor Sanders on the 12-man USA Olympic uh, volleyball team. And that's right before the show. Assistant coach Mike Wall is also a former Cougar. The Olympics are in August in Rio de Janeiro. Cougars in the minors. One time I got this text from my buddy, and he told me that Brennan Lund went <laughs> one for four last night with a run for the Orem Owls in it's advanced rookie league play. Athletics. University Photographers Association of America is renaming an award to the Mark Philbrick Award, awesome. who's retiring in the next month or two. Awesome. He's been at BYU for like 40 years or something. He's amazed. A lot of the pictures you see on our air are from Mark Philbrick or Jaron Wilkie. Congratulations. That's very cool. BYU also was awarded the 2015-16 Deseret First Duel title yesterday. So they beat Utah in the overall sports. Throw it up there with the WCC commissioners. But I would trade all of that for a win in football (laughs) and basketball. (laughs) But thank you to the Olympic sports for representing. Future guests on the show include Uncle B, Blaine Fowler, Shay Collinsworth, who is chasing down, literally, her Olympic dream in what the a month 800 for those meters, two. and Jack DeMooney, a huge Jack DeMooney. personality on Look the out. BYU football staff. I don't know if we can handle Jack on this show. He's great. He's been on the show, but he's he's got great stories. Oh, oh, I can't he's wait for that. super fun. Today's Rise and Shout brought to you by Dexter and Dexter Help when you need it most. DexterLaw.com. Who deserves the Rise and Shout? It goes to Dennis Pitta. We were informed that he was a winner not the winner, a winner of the Ravens offseason program. We don't know what that means, but it's Dennis Pitta. So this caffeine-free Coca-Cola is for you, <laughs> Dennis. We just want Dennis to stay healthy, apparently just like Dennis, Taysom Hill. Apparently Dennis uh, wants to get involved in uh, BYU Sports Nation on Media Day. Ooh. Like he requested that. Oh. <laughs> so we're excited. He's coming and for he- Jerem. <laughs> Bring it on, man. Bring on those old man hips. What are your plans? <laughs> To survive summer, make it to BYU football season. Our elite tweet of the day, <laughs> He-Man underscore Hyde. Free Jeremy and Spencer. Let him play Xbox on the big screen. Yeah. I yes. like that idea. Hey, thanks to Phil Steele and everyone on our crew. The conversation continues on Twitter using the hashtag BYUSN. Audio podcast on iTunes and the TuneIn app. For Jeremy, I'm Spencer. Shout out to Dallin Cutler. BYU Sports Nation. Back at it tomorrow. <laughs>